Create space and knock down gates. I'm Brad Rose. Welcome to the latest edition of the Seltzer Salon. Creating space and knocking down gates is exactly what my guest this time, Zacharias Musele Thompson, is doing through a number of things, but especially with their Working Name Studios project. Um, Working Name Studios is a collectively owned and organized arts institution. So it is a it's a space for connecting getting together you know being in community it is also kind of a record label it's also um i believe they've done workshops i mean it's it's a lot of things and i'm i'm a, i'm a big fan of zacharias uh their album goodnight shiva last year on atlantic rhythms was one of my favorite things of 2022 and when I started reading about and hearing about this project, I knew I wanted to get them on here and talk to about talk to them about it and learn more about it um, and share that all with you. So I'm I'm grateful uh, that Zacharias took the time, and I urge you to check out the links in the show notes. Um, help support Working Name Studios. Learn about it. Learn about Zacharias's work i mean there's just yeah there's lots of and if if you're um, interested in goodnight shiva and maybe learning more about that and some of zacharias's practice around that and stuff uh there was an interview that i did with them last year on foxy digital so i'll link that too and it's a great read and um yeah and maybe i'll link the review that i wrote of the album as well because anyway so yeah, uh, we recorded this recently on Zoom. It was a wonderful conversation, and I hope you all enjoy it. My guest today is Zacharias Musele Thompson, who who made one of my favorite records last year, um, Good Night Shiva, but we're not actually going to talk about that really, probably. But um, they also have a project called Working Name Studios that I'm really interested in and really excited to learn about and share about with you all. So Zacharias, first of all, how's your day going so far? <laughs> my day is going very nicely. Yeah, I, I just got back from like a few days in the desert. I was, well, I was in LA for the promise oh, yeah. and like concert, which was absolutely amazing. There's so much to say, but yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, and then I was in Joshua tree zone for a few days. So it was very nice to be in the desert. I got back last night and like got to like make some sounds with my friends. And then now I'm like kind of be hopefully a little refreshed. Yeah. Feeling yeah. refreshed. So yeah. It's been, it's been a lovely day. Weather's yeah. out. Comes out. Not here. That's that's a good thing. That sounds like a yeah. That sounds like a great way to spend. I don't know part of your week. So, um, so I want to start. I was as I was getting prepared for this. I read this quote that you had in another interview that I really it like really kind of resonated with me. And you talked about how your work's inspired by this desire to make sense of the universal materiality of being as well as to see human cultures finding balance 
balanced ways of relating to ourselves, each other, and the world around us. And I was hoping you could expand on that a little bit and talk about how like music helps you sort of uh, like music and art understand your place in the world. Cause like, I've, that's something I think about a lot when I'm making music is it's, it is my way of trying to understand and figure out where I fit into this giant whatever. Yeah, that's a, what a, what a, what a beautiful question to try and kind of <laughs> um, You know, like, I guess I've been, I've been thinking, I think I've been thinking a lot about, um, the the ways that we receive uh kind of uh, stimu- stimuli from the world like material stimuli like sound information visual information like the, for those two things in particular have been kind of like on my mind a little bit and i think one of the like things that feels very present in in this inquiry is like trying to think a little bit more towards the like atomic level of what sound actually is right mm-hmm. With, of course like pressure and like like basically like air pressure and right that finds itself like creating a waveform pattern right and yeah and, and then thusly a, a a thing that has frequency like it kind of does a certain amount of oscillations in a certain period of time and like right. the, the little oscillations de- determines the information that we're like kind of receiving and then pre- we perceive that information differently right and the like i think the thing that feels like the most relevant about thinking about like finding places right is thinking about that that information and how does how how does any individual receive it right yeah am i like how is it how is it being received in the body what does that do what is the initial reaction what are the then kind of kind of how does the mind then kind of change the information or start Mm -hmm. to information based on whatever brought us to the point right Yeah, no, I, I like, I, th- I think about that a lot too. The, like the physicality of it is, and, and the connection and sometimes disconnect between the physicality of it and the sort of, I don't know, like, um, sometimes the emotional perception of it, but just the even mental perception, like how those two things interact and inform each other. And I, yeah, I just, I've, I, I think about that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> And one of the things that feels like so important um, as a person that has observed so many of the ways that we, particularly as humans, have kind of really, I would say, misinterpreted aspects of stimuli information that we receive and then created like so many like kind of diverging like cultural and just like structure structural and cultural kind of like institutions spaces ideas like any 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 anywhere along the spectrum of things that we make right and and it feels it has felt pretty critical to me considering just 
like what the experience of my of my life uh that to i mean to kind of dig further into what what are we what are we making how are we interpreting it what how can we like see more clearly or hear more clearly or hear more more information like more of what is actually happening and how does that support finding um more of a balance and more of a maybe like more of a more of an interpretation that can be shared more fully in the world yeah yeah i think that's so i think that's really powerful and i think um because I, I mean i think about a lot of with my own music or just music in general and sound and art and all those things, but especially with sound, how it's, if when it can create this shared experience to like, you know, I mean, cause you know, one of the things we're going to talk about with working name studio stuff is working name studios is building community and building those connections. And I think like all those things you're talking about with under having this better understanding just deepens those connections, I think. And I think it's, it just feels so, vital in general but like right now especially i don't know it just seems like such an important thing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah totally <laughs> um well it's okay so like i said a big reason i wanted to do this episode was to learn more about working name studios and what you what all's going on with it can you so can you kind of start by just telling me about it and you know what it is why why y'all started it all this kind of the basics <laughs> yeah for sure for sure um, yeah, so working working name studios is a arts organization that I co-founded with um, two of my dear friends, um, and it is a project that is kind of built to create a lot of open space to like interpret one what art is <laughs> specifically, and then like what how to present um art as a as a work right it, 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 mm -hmm. and so we do we do a few different we do a few different things um one we like publish stuff right we have published uh, so far like a few a few things one one book which was actually um an artist book that i made in in connection to the record that i achieved with that um that of course um we mentioned earlier and and also like a digital a digital musical release and then also a i just we just recently made a kind of a small edition of a newer work that that um i made kind of specifically to be released with a project that i did um back in july um yeah that is called the lord remembers um and so we, yeah so we publish things um and we like collaborate with varying <laughs> varying people to like either like create like opportunities to engage with work right so we like kind of produce events i guess is one one way one might say that um which like currently we like host a few like host a few different projects one is like just a pretty straightforward like exploratory music night that we do every every month or so um called live in the green room um we have been doing a kind of visual and like musical like and like kind of a speakeasy party that oh we, cool 
Ireland, which is really, really, was really, really fun. We've done a few iterations of that with, in collaboration with the, um, our friend who has this really beautiful shop and project um, also in Oakland called Eternal Now. Um, and like, and we, so yeah, those are kind of the things that we, and we also have a newsletter to let people know what, what's going on, kind of, you know, right. or <laughs> any, any things that are happening and any releases going on and that we're hoping to kind of continue to expand as well in terms of like kind of supporting, creating engagement between like ourselves, the communities that we kind of work with. And, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things you mentioned too, I, I... I, can't remember, I don't remember where I read this is either in one of the interviews or maybe on the website or something, but it was talking about how um, building stability for underrepresented creative practices and ideas and people, which is, I mean, yeah, like I, again, another thing I, I think about a lot. Um, uh, I'm doing this project in a couple of weeks that my main target is actually kids. Cause I feel like kids, like in experimental sound or things that don't happen enough. Um, But I I just, yeah, I was like, how like that, is that sort of kind of like one of the driving core things with like who you all are, the different people you're working with and the events you're doing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that um, is kind of pretty central to our work is is thinking about the these the structures and the institutional structures um that that support or support in however various um <laughs> actually levels <laughs> yeah. right, mm-hmm. around people making like in, in creative practice and, and making things and um certainly it can be it, it's a very challenging thing to create enough space for people to be resourced to do right work that they are that they are doing. And one of the things that felt really important um and felt like there was space to really enter into and as I was kind of starting to think about this project was was just the fact that like I mean I mean when I when I first made Goodnight Shiva, um I had no real knowledge of like how I could enter into the space of like, I, w- I want to put this record out. Right. Like, like and I think that if, <laughs> I want people to hear this and I want the people to hear this in some material form. And yeah, how, how do I do it? What are the, yeah. kind of, what are the ways that these things happen? And it, it, it felt particularly for practices that are not as easily kind of subsumed into the larger context of like like larger media um Mm -hmm. and also just like in terms of like yeah just want to say like knowing there's so much information yeah is that like is involved in like certain aspects of industry like if you think about like just music on one side is like a whole specific kind of form of industry right (laughs) artistic space and like those like kind of fine arts galleries museums all all of that kind of side of things Mm -hmm. they're they're very kind of there's so much interrelation but not but sometimes a lot of separation and also like like a lot of uh if you don't know what's going on figuring out what's going on can be very challenging um and it felt like it really really critical to kind of create space for information sharing for 
like creating space for people to get an idea via like all the all the work that has come before from people that have also had to learn these things. You know? Yeah. Well, and it's a lot of those things too, those those systems and I mean they even have like their own languages and stuff. It becomes a mechanism for gatekeeping. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, I mean that's the way I mean that's what keeps people out. And those getting rid of those that are, are trying to get past those things is so that's such an important thing, especially for people who are who, you know, are starting out like are newer at this who really don't you know i mean and it's you you hate to see ideas or things like die before they even get a chance because of and because the institutional aspects that aren't don't feel open to anybody mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so i think that's amazing like doing this kind of it's just if yeah it's so it's awesome um what I, I am curious, what's the story behind the name? <laughs> it's funny, like, there are a few different, like, kind of threads that that I even try to remember. This the name working name actually, I think, came up like maybe around the time that I moved to the Bay. I, I moved from Washington, DC to Oakland in 2017. Mm-hmm. and a few friends and we were, have been like kind of talking, plotting on just uh, working on some stuff. And I think somebody had maybe thrown out the name Working Name Studios, but I think it it kind of it sat somewhere in the back of my mind for for a number of years until until I started kind of ideating this this project, and like it came it came right back up again. And I think really it's like it felt such like one of the things that has that feels very, very kind of present for me always is that that just the process of like creating an idea is always or creating anything is always kind of enfolding in on itself and like right. all is in progress and always in process. And I think that like working name uh felt like it held that yeah little space very, very very specifically yeah it's it's a great name i I love it i think it's and it i think yeah i think it embodies all those things and it's just it's kind of fun because it's you know i mean it's it's a phrase a lot of people you kind of you know like everyone has you know you're working and i think that's it's awesome um what have what have been some of the biggest sort of surprises so far in doing in getting this going and doing this work the biggest just like the amount of the amount of work that one needs to do to understand in the administrative aspects of trying to publish a thing trying to get a workout the the ways in which you like need to kind of stay on top of like guess like putting the information out there for people that mm-hmm. it is, you know, just like, <laughs> and like really kind of the amount of coordination that one needs to yeah. really take care of. I think as much as like, I went in to it being like, okay, now it's time to really get on the, the these administrative aspects in order to kind of be able to make this happen. Um, you still, it's still kind of, Surprise me, like, like one, fee, one thing that you need to pay for, another thing that you need to pay right. for. 
<laughs> like, oh, which, like, yeah, just the amount of, like, even just, like, licensing or publishing, like, oh, my gosh, that you need to be a part of in order to, <laughs> to like, <laughs> access to, like, royalties and thinking about all of that, you know? Oh, I know. I think that was definitely. There are so many moving parts. It's overwhelming. <laughs> well, uh, before we before we move on to one other thing, I want to talk about what's what do you guys what's coming up in the next couple months or however long for Working Name Studios? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so in the next next few months, we have a few of our our series that's called Live in the Green Room um, happens at a cafe uh, in, in the tasting room called the the Crown, and that's in kind of in the downtown Oaklandish area. Um, we have a few iterations of that coming up. Um, uh, like the next one is actually a um, show with this group called Tanger coming out of uh, South Korea. Um, mm. That is really, really, really exciting. And then a uh, new, new project from some like really wonderful like um, makers and community members um, here um, called nice. Shelsby. Um, and then Swiss name Andre Hronko. So yeah, that's happening October 19th. Um, November 11, um, a project with that I have with one of my dear friends called Pieces is going to be playing with our, our friend Christopher Robin Duncan, who um, is doing his seasons project. Um, and there's there's maybe a few other thoughts and ideas we're we're hoping to kind of get like this is we're we're com- coming into the moment um of kind of ass- assessment and thinking about all right what what have we been doing what are we trying to kind of really plan for the next for the next c- upcoming year um but we might make some time to do a project that was really really that we did last year like last October that was really really wonderful that we called FET um, where we um, basically invited all of our friends and kind of made made some lasagna, invited people to bring other things to to eat, had a dinner, a meal, like, and then like created a kind of an installation of objects to make sounds with, and kind of with those that people would just all kind of start playing and yeah. Yeah, we that was really wonderful. We <laughs> it was successful in many ways, and in, in that we had a great time. Everything yeah. <laughs> and everybody played together, and it was really wonderful. So, I'm hoping that we will be able to make time for for the second iteration of that. Um, uh, yeah, that sounds wonderful. That sounds like a great way to spend a night. <laughs> um, well, before we get out of here, I did want to ask, like, as far as your solo works and like what you've got cooking there, if anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in a really interesting place because I'm like in this really specific kind of transition where I've been, where a lot of the work that I have been doing is kind of has been in one mode, more in a more in a musical and sound mode. And I just started a grad school um, for art practice um, at UC Berkeley, so I'm kind of thinking about what what elements particularly thinking about like visual language and like translating 
translating frequency information back and forth. So I'm like starting to kind of just ID and process with that. Yeah. But I I actually have like one like my kind of second full length LP that has been kind of sitting and waiting and I'm gonna actually start to kind of get that moving and getting that out. Um so yeah that is is one thing. Um definitely uh there's a few I have a few kind of like performances and things like that and I've been doing a little bit of uh kind of like like score starting to do more scoring work like live nice. like for either performance or kind of like exhibition things so mm-hmm. those have been been really really fun but I'm excited right now like, thinking about p- painting and starting to do that so I'm excited to kind of yeah more uh more really engaging with more mediums um, all at once. That's awesome. Uh, well, I can't wait to see what happens and hear what happens and all those things. And that's, yeah, that sounds, that sounds awesome. Um, thank you so much for taking the time and talk to me about it. I hope people, everybody listening should check it out. And, and for anybody listening, if you're curious about the last album, I actually did an interview, a written interview with Zacharias that was a lot about that. So I'll put a link to that too. So even though we didn't talk about it, I love that album. So, <laughs> so again, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, such such a pleasure. Thanks for having. Once again, a thousand thanks to Zacharias Museli Thompson. Um, just, I, it was such, it was such a great conversation. I, I enjoyed it so much the day that we had it, and it just kind of. There's so much of what they say in the interview, and that drives this project that resonates really deeply with me. So I'm, I just, I'm, I love seeing stuff like this and knowing that this is, is out there in the world taking place. So. Uh, support the cause if you can check out Zacharias's music and work and all of that. Um, as always, thanks for listening. If you can find me all over the place, just, uh, whatever social media, just look for Foxy Digitalis. It's pretty easy to find. You can send a voicemail. You can shoot me an email. You can do, you know, whatever, subscribe to this podcast or one of the other ones that I do. Um, you can also join the Patreon, patreon.com slash foxdigitalis. That also helps support the cause and keep things like this happening. And uh, you get a lot of fun, cool stuff over there. So, you know, something to think about. But otherwise, I hope everybody is hanging in there and doing all right. And until next time, take it easy. <laughs>